Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Cover Season. It's your boy D-Dub, and I'm here with my guy. Yes, sir. Ali. Uh, you already know what's going on, everybody. Uh, in today's episode, of course, uh, we're going to dive into player safety. Uh, sports are trying to come back, everybody. Uh, you know, uh, the baseball, football, basketball is trying to start back up and, and continue their season. Um, a lot of sports are, are on their way to, to coming back. Um, and the thing that we have to talk about is player safety. Uh, how do uh, these leagues uh, minimize uh, the players from uh, catching uh, COVID? Uh, the safety measures they're going to have to take for, for uh, fans to be able to come in and uh, things of that nature. So, uh, D-Dub, um, let's start, of course, with the NFL. Um they're trying to start their season. Uh, the theory is that their season is going to start on time. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know uh, how they're going to uh, start on time. Uh, it's still, you know, yet to be determined, as you can see with some of the other leagues in the league, uh, the other leagues in the world. Um, but um, I think that, you know, they're taking the right steps, um, making sure, you know, the players are going to be tested and things of that nature. But um, the fact that they want to, you know, eliminate the first six rows, I think that does, you know, implement the idea of social distancing. But let's not forget, f football is a large sport. It's not it's not just the teams. You got to remember, there's the refs, the 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 the, the, the judges um, and also, you know, the, 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 the people with the side markers, the, the equipment managers and all those things that, you know, make up the sport that we all love. And um, it's going to take a lot to keep everybody safe. And uh, one thing we had talked about before was, you know, I think that the full covering of uh, uh, players from head to toe is going to become like a mandatory thing, you know, to prevent the skin on skin contact. Because at the end of the day, these guys, are, you know, wrapping around each other, pushing each other and stuff like that. So it's bound for skin on skin contact to uh, happen. But I think the full covering is going to become in effect, kind of like what they do with the socks now. But it's going to I think it's going to be mandatory all over. And um uh, we're gonna have to wait to see what they come up with. I, I mean, as if they come up with a new helmet design or so, something like that, or if, if gloves are gonna be mandatory now to keep you know players from touching each other, it, it's gonna it's gonna be hard. Um, but we have yet to see exactly the extent. Um, we're still you know we gotta wait it out. Um, we, but they do plan on resuming soon. Uh, Ali, uh, July first, right for uh, training camp. Um, actually, it's late, uh, late July, uh, is when. Late July, late July. Uh, for, for the NFL. Um, to me, <clears throat> excuse me, I just think the six to eight rows thing is a good idea. It's a start. It's not the greatest thing, but it's a start. Uh, it shows that they're trying to implement a way to not only keep the fans involved, uh, but also keep the fans at less risk. Uh, but the other thing that you have to consider um, is personnel, uh, people who work for the stadiums, uh, you know, janitorial mm -hmm. services, people like that. Like, you know, they're going to mm -hmm. be in and out of facilities. Uh, they're going to have interactions with both fans and, and players. So how do you minimize that? Uh, you talked about having the line judges, the referees, uh, the umpire when he sets the ball up at the line of scrimmage. All those things play a role. You know, all those guys are going to be in contact with the players as well. So to me, you have to figure out a way to find alternatives uh, in, in what your decision is going to be to prevent that. Now, 
Um, I understand there, there seems to be some sort of rush to get sports back up. Um, and we'll talk about that uh, that rush <clears throat> when we uh, talk about the MLB. Um, but to me, I think they got to slow down. They, they can't rush it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to, to take their time and watch and see what's going on, uh, especially with, uh, you know, the, um, you know, with training camp coming around, where are you going to do uh, training camp for some teams? They travel. How are you going to limit that? So to me, it's going to be very interesting. And with that, um, let's get into the MLB. Um, Major League Baseball is coming back, and it's coming back very, very soon, Ali. Um, the MLB has been talking about uh, resuming training July 1st um, in the team's home states, and uh, they're not allowed to train in states such as Florida or Arizona, where you know those states are considered high risk. Um, and it's going to be a 60-game season. It's not going to be 162 games. So for me, I mean, looking at it uh, at a standpoint, um, this season is going to um, foster player safety and um, also deal a lot with health and recovery. Um, we've never seen uh, a, a league in such a shorter time span, right, um, just playing 60 games, uh, not for a long time at least. And um, for players to be able to uh, not sit out games, we're going to see a lot more competition, right? Um, and, I, and I think that's like the best part about what we're going to see in these six, the 60-game season is the competition and level play I think is going to go up. Um, but uh, other than that, I think the, the, the implement, implementations that they're trying to take as far as like, you know, no fans and just the players um, – I think I think though that's the right step, but I don't know how they're gonna be able to do it all. Um, I, granted, it is a widespread sport, a lot of space. Um, it's still gonna be difficult. It's still gonna be difficult to maintain. You have the area with the dugout. Um, you know, how do you keep those players? You know, separated, even though they're you know they're on the same team. You know, uh, they as you had uh, mentioned uh, earlier today that you know they're not allowed. They're not allowed to you know chew on seeds, spit. Or, uh, or even, you know, things of that nature anymore due to, you know, the whole coronavirus pandemic. So, like, these traditional things that, you know, players used to do, uh, how, how, how do they even, you know, go about um, protecting them? What do you think? Uh, well, I mean, the season as a whole is going to be different. It is, it's not only in the aspect of playing uh, less games, but... Um, as you said, competition is definitely something that's going to intensify. To me, the focus is what do the numbers look like right now rushing into this. Um, and I know both sides agreed, uh, the MLB, PA, and the owners agreed that, uh, of course, they would go through with a 60-game season. Uh, they did set some parameters, you know, like no high-five and no chest bumps, things like that. Uh, it said that there's going to be definitely some distance between the players and, of course, the managers. Uh, in the dugout. So to me, um, they have some things in place uh, to try to limit, uh, you know, uh, players from catching COVID-19, uh, you know, as much as they can. Uh, but to me, what I, what concerns me is um, what you said about players not 
sitting out games. If it, if it's an important series and uh, you know the playoffs are on the line, seeding is on the line, division play is on the line. So you know what are those guys gonna do? Are they gonna force themselves? Uh, to get on the field and and risk you know staying hurt longer or you know getting even a wor- uh, uh you know a more severe injury so um to me those are all things that factor you look at uh you know uh the information that came out last night you know out of the 27 big market MLB teams 15 of them have you know big risk numbers uh so you know that's that's 55% right there of, of, you know, the MLB marketplace that uh, has a high risk of catching COVID. So now you have to, uh, you know, worry about the fans and what's going to happen to them. And, and, and similar to what you said about uh, football earlier, you know, how are they going to limit skin-on-skin contact? You know, it, it's much, even though there's not much of that in baseball as far as a contact sport, um, you have different players touching the, the baseball. Uh, you have in an instance where somebody might be trying yeah. to slide to a base and, you know, he's got to get tagged. And and to me, all of that matters. So, you know, when you're playing in the outfield, are you now supposed to wear two gloves? Do you need to wear sleeves? Uh, when you're a baseman, do you need to wear sleeves and things like that? Uh, the back catcher, the umpire, how, how much how much space is going to be between those guys? So, to me, those are all things that you have to think about um, before starting the season. And, and like you alluded to, yep, July 1st is the date that training camp is supposed to start. The season, they want to start, uh, you know, the season around July 24th-ish. So now with all this information coming out, are you moving too fast? Do you have enough uh, safety parameters in place? Uh, you know, should you wait uh, to start uh, the season? So to me, they, there's still a lot of thinking that needs to be done. Um, I think baseball so far has set the best parameters um, as far as trying to bring sports back. Um, compared to uh, the NFL and the NBA. So uh, I, I, I want to see what's going to happen. Um, I want to see if, uh, you know, they do end up starting. It'll be very interesting. Uh, baseball was doing very good the last couple of years, man. Um, you know, and, you know, last year's World Series was a big hit. Um, one of the most watched World Series of all time last year, like surprisingly. So uh, to me, you know, there's... There's definitely a, a desire for, for fans to see baseball again. It's all about when is it going to happen and is it going to happen anytime soon. No, you're absolutely right. And um, we haven't heard or anything about, you know, uh, uh, their other uh, plans as well, except for that they want to, you know, change the ball, um, you know, rotate the ball out uh, between uh, – after it's you know touched by a certain amount of players, which I think uh, how they're gonna keep track. I mean, I'm sure they can keep track, but it's gonna be difficult. Um, granted, you know they already changed the ball out you know dozens of times during the game, so I'm sure you know whenever they need to, they could just swap it out real quick. But it's just those things. Uh, like like we had talked about the dugout and um, even the, the 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 guys in the booth. Um, you know the commentators. The, they're they're part of the you know whole thing too. Um, so. Uh, we had talked about the infrastructure that way as well. Um, and with that, that's the end of the first half. Uh, we'll be right back. When we come back, we'll talk about basketball and player safety. second half we're back 
Um, let's get uh, right into the player safety portion of the NBA. Um, you know, let's quickly talk about that. Uh, they have a plan to, of course, start uh, the season back up and continue um, what's been going on. Uh, the, the excitement, the competition of sports, uh, you know, that there's a plan to start effective July 30th. Um, they came out with a schedule um, this week uh, with a slate of games in the upcoming uh, week uh, of July and going into August. Um, there's still some things that I'm concerned about with the NBA. Uh, you know, they've been testing a lot of players and, you know, you've been hearing about all the players coming out. Uh, that have tested positive, uh, you know, players that have teams that have a lot at stake uh, in this continuance. Uh, players like uh, Nikolaj Jocic uh, from Denver, who he had to go back to uh, his home country of Serbia, uh, you know, once he found out he had COVID. And you have other players who are sitting out, of course, because they um, are concerned with everything. They're concerned with their family safety. They're concerned with their safety. Uh, amongst all the things going on with COVID and, of course, uh, you know, some players wanting to make a statement uh, with everything else going on in the world. Um, D-Dub, you know, what are your thoughts on the NBA starting back up at the end of July? Um, as of right now, I mean, it's a solid uh, plan and, like, we're, like, the, tra the trajectory of what the NBA wants to do and, you know, trying to keep everybody safe. Um, but... Like with most other things, uh, we don't know until you know we get there, uh, until they cross that bridge. But right now, the plan looks solid um, to resume the games at the end of July. Um, the new structure, um, as well, uh, it, it, it seems to give the the, the NBA season a, a boost amidst all like you know the time that has been missed. Um, I do think that if they do continue in July, that um, we're gonna see a lot of competition. We're going to see a lot of players um, that have been sitting out for a while, you know, probably just working out at home or, you know, with a couple of buddies here and there. But health, health is going to be a big thing in this next um, uh, stretch of eight games plus playoffs. So um, I think we're going to see uh, one of the best playoff matchups we've seen in a long time. Um, but as far as safety goes, I think they, they, they're trying their best. Um, well, when, like you said, families, um, I think that's going to be limited in attendance to, you know, a select few, uh, probably just the immediate family. Um, and I, I think if they're, if, they're, if it's just going to be immediate families, I think that it, they'll find a way to keep everybody safe. Because um, granted, you know, some people got big families, small families. Um, I think a whole stadium with just the players and their families, I think it'll just be, that'll just be the atmosphere itself. And um I think that I think they could do that and manage that in a safe manner. Um, but we, we okay, uh, I I got one quick question for mm -hmm. you though. Mm -hmm. So everyone knows that you know there's a lot of money involved in this. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and that's in all sports. There's some type of of money that is needed. That's why this is happening. Um, I think the NBA smart. Uh, not only did they you know of course drop out the schedule to show how serious they are, even though you know the. Uh, uh, the Players Association did, of course, agree with this. Um, look at the matchups. The first, the first night, the first doubleheader. You have uh, the Utah Jazz and the New Orleans Pelicans playing. You're gonna have Zion, who's probably uh, the brightest young star since LeBron uh, already playing. Uh, followed after that, you have. 
Kawhi and the Clippers, LeBron and the Lakers playing. So to me, I think they're pretty smart with the structure and how they did it. Um, similar to how I said with uh, Major League Baseball earlier, um, should you start, you know, slowing down? You look like, you know, you look at them putting this out in Orlando, and yes, they have a facility, and, you know, it's going to be enclosed to everybody who's part of this and, you know, no outsiders and things like that. You're down there. You understand. It's crazy in Florida with this COVID thing. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're had, absolutely what, right. 9,000 cases in one day, you know, the other day. So, so to me, should you slow down? Should you? I mean, I know that there's an influx of money that you're looking for. I know that the deal to play down there in Orlando is going to be ridiculous. I know that, you know, you're, you think you're taking all the proper safety measures for these players. But, I mean, when you really sit back and look at it with all the numbers of COVID spiking back up, should you slow down? I mean, like I said, to be honest, at this point, um, I do think you're right about one part um, that it, there is a part of it that's a money grab. Um, granted, you know, there's um, the the brightest star is going to be one of the first players to play and with the Pelicans, which I, the only reason that's happening is because of the new format. Um, I think without that format and it was if it was just playoffs, we wouldn't be talking about the Pelicans right now. They'd be sitting. You see what I'm saying? And, um, like, you said, that's the only thing. Like, did they change the format so they can get Zion to play, to get watchers? Or, I mean, that that's, not, that's something, you know, that, you know they're going to have to argue out there in the world by themselves. But, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't see what the rush is. Um, I think health and safety is better than uh, uh, trying to force something uh, uh it's not worth it to me, um, and I see why play why some players want to sit out. You already have heard, you know, the rumors of, and and the the, the actual people like you know, um, uh, 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 Kyrie, you know, coming out saying that they shouldn't play. Um, they everyone has their own reasons. I mean, they're entitled not to play, and I think that if they don't want to, they shouldn't be forced to. You know, um, as as large as the NBA is, um, I'm not saying that you know the the hit wouldn't be be hard it would be but y'all 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 are established y'all can recover in another way uh once we they can determine the right way to return um so with, with that being said like uh i don't i, I don't know uh it's 50 50 as much as as a, as a fan I, I i want to watch basketball but uh, as a person I, yeah I, most I most definitely I, I think everyone is, you know, is is excited for sports to come back in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think not only is it very entertaining to us for for us fans, you know, to see our you know players of our favorite teams go out there and, and compete at the highest level. Um, it's also a big distraction, uh, especially now. Um, I think the world needs some type of distraction, and that is what sports would offer us right now. Like, you know, we need as as people, we need sports. Um, and, you know, hypothetically speaking, of course, if the season does come back and, you know, everything is running smoothly, there's no big fear of COVID and, uh, you know, they, everyone's sticking to the agenda, you know, players getting tested weekly. Um, the first week of games is going to be crazy. You're going to have, we already spoke about the Jazz and the Pelicans, the Clippers and the Lakers on the first night. Um, the very next night you got the Magic and the Nets. 
Uh, that that has some playoff implications for the Magic uh, and the Nets, uh, you know, if that goes together. Um, you know, then you have, of course, the Memphis Grizzlies, who have surprised everybody this year. John Moran has been balling lights out. I think he's going to be, I think he should be Rookie of the Year. He needs to be Rookie of the Year. I know that everybody's crazy about Zion, but, but John Moran is playing on another planet right now. And I definitely think that, you know, uh, he deserves that accolade, but you know they have a there's a, a good list of games in that first in those first two nights, you know, and I think mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. if everything goes smooth hypothetically, that's entertainment that we all need. You know, you got two game two days full of basketball games. Um, I think it would be bring lots of competition. Uh, I think that you know players knowing that the world is watching them. You know, mostly the whole world is watching them. I think it would give them a little incentive to compete a little bit harder. Um, so you know, if if the season does start and there aren't many concerns, I think the first week of basketball coming back looks great. I think it's going to be a lot of tough games, uh, a lot of big name players playing. Um, you know, that entire week you have a couple of superstars that are going to be playing: Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum. Uh, you know, you're going to have LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan in the Spurs. You're going to have James Harden and uh, Luka Doncic playing against each other. I mean, it's, it's a list of games and a list of uh, of superstars that are going to be playing that first week that would make everything a whole lot interesting. And it would make, you know, sports fun to watch that, that you know, those first two days. So, you know, if everything works, you know, together and, and, and it comes to fruition, I think, you know, the first... Two two days of games is going to be pretty pretty damn fun. No, yeah, like like I said, because if you know if you look at the schedule and like the standings, um, the East the East has only the top nine are go, are going to you know play in if it continues. Um, but with the West, you're talking about thirteen teams from the West. That's a that's a whole different ball game. You're talking about other teams that have possibly. The, uh, the possibility to come back uh, and play in the tournament for that last eighth spot. Um, and it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, so when, when, it, when it does come around, like you said, these first couple of games with Zion, uh, uh, it, it's going to be nice to watch. It's also going to be uh, a pleasure to watch, watch Luca do his thing as well. Um, but we're just going to have to wait and see. We're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah, it's definitely going to be real interesting to see. Um, and as we step away from, uh, you know, player safety and the schedule a little bit of the NBA, um, since the NBA is coming back, uh, we thought that we'd actually introduce cover season GM, uh, which is pretty much pretty simple. Uh, we got a list of players. They got, you know, each player has a certain amount of points, up to 20 points. Certain um, value. And... We both, of course, came up with our fives, um, and we're going to tell everybody here, of course, how the, you know, the charts look like right now, um, and um, D-Dub, go ahead and list the stars and the sidekicks real quick for us, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so here are your stars. Your stars are worth six points, and uh, in no particular order, but um, our stars are, we got LeBron James, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, KD, we got Kyrie, we got Kawhi Leonard. Giannis and James Harden, right? So though all those stars are worth six points, and then we we also have the sidekicks, right? The sidekicks are worth four points, right? We got Klay Thompson, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, 
Luka Doncic, we got Jocic, Kemba, and Bradley Beal. Those are your stars and your sidekicks. Go ahead, Ali. Go ahead and let yeah, me know what the right, risers and the right. players. Um, so of course for the risers we have Zion, young up and coming star. We got Devin Booker, uh, and Trey Young, two crazy shooters. Um, the riser are actually worth three points. Uh, we also have John Morant, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Porzingis. Uh, we also have Joel Embiid, and we have Pascal Siakam. Um, and of course, your role players are worth one point. But here you go. They're, these are not your typical role players. Uh, these are actually veteran players who have some experience, and you happen to get them for cheap for one point. Uh, let's start with Draymond Green, Andre Drummond, uh, Chris Middleton, Rudy Gobert, CP3, DeMar DeRozan, Carl Anthony Towns, and Kyle Lowry. Um, so, D-Dub, what was your five? All right. So, here's my five. I got Giannis. I got Zion. I got LeBron. I got Kyle Lowry. And I got Ja. It's over. It's over for you. I just want to let you know. Done, done. All right. Um, that's a, I mean, it's all right, five. It's all right, five. Uh, my five would definitely win, even though one of my players is going to have to cancel your play out, and that's going to be Zion. Mm-hmm. Um, but if my five is going to start, of course, with Kawhi Leonard. Um, to mm-hmm. me right now, he's the best two-way player in the league. Uh, he can literally carry a team. Um, he showed that last year, uh, you know, in Toronto. Uh, I think he's just dynamite, and mm-hmm. he can stop the best player in the world. It doesn't matter who it is, whether mm-hmm. it's uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Durant or LeBron James. One-on-one, I'll take Kawhi against him any day of the week. Um, as far mm-hmm. as my second player, this was a little tough. I really, really, really wanted to go with Klay Thompson, mm-hmm. um, but I let that go. And I ended up choosing uh, Damian Lillard for my two-guard position. Um if there's a big shot and you need it, he's going to take it. And he's not afraid to take it. Um, and to me, that's just something that you need. Um, not only can he create for himself, he can create for others. Uh, I think his p- people don't really talk about his defense, but I think he's capable. Um, I think he does a good job of you know staying in front of his man. Uh, so I definitely would take him at the two-guard position. Um, my point guard, Kemba Walker. Uh, everyone sleeps on Kemba. And if you see what he's doing right now in Boston this year, uh, you know, a lot of questions were, uh, you know, how the you know Celtics are going to be after Kyrie left and all those things. He's answered all those questions. He's, he's still scoring over 20 points a game. He's doing it efficiently at just under 45%. Uh, so, you know, to me, he's, he's very capable and playing well. Um, let's go to, um, of course, my other player, um, Rudy Gobert, uh, dominant rim protector if there ever was. I think he definitely um, is one of the best sensors, if not the best sensor at protecting the rim uh, in the NBA right now. Not only that, he's one hell of an offensive rebounder. He can play the prick and roll uh, defensively uh, well. Um, offensively, he's a great role man. Um, he picks his spots on offense. He's definitely going to be there for the offensive rebounds and putbacks. Um, you know, I just think he's an overall player. Um, and you know, my five would definitely destroy your five, uh, you know, I, any day of the week. Um, I think my five is superior. Um, but you know, with my 20 points and I still have change left over, 
I still have change left over if I wanted to add, uh, you know, somebody else. You know? So, you know, I think I did good with my five. And, you know, I think that would actually win me a championship in the NBA today. No, uh, I think any 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 of the five um, can win a championship in the NBA. But um, you ain't winning a championship against my five. I'm, t- I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, Kawhi, uh, he, he, he could probably uh, keep up with LeBron. No, definitely can keep up with LeBron. Um, but we, we we've only we've only seen so much of Kawhi against LeBron, um, so we got we haven't we haven't. We, I want to see it in a real seven game series where guess what? Both people. You tripping? You tripping? You don't? What you mean? You don't remember? You don't remember what Kawhi did to LeBron in the Heat? Chill out, chill out. Heat? Kawhi is that? We're not talking Kawhi about. We're, we're, not, we're not talking about. We're not talking about. Kawhi and he was and he heat. was younger back then. He was younger. He was younger back then and put them claws on on LeBron. So now now. It's 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 a, it's a rap. It's a done deal. It's not even it's not even an argument. It's not even an argument, bro. Okay, like, think, I mean, like like I said, like I, like I said, like I said, like, like, we'll, we'll have, we'll have to see in the seven. Bro. We would have to see in the seven game series. But um, we we already but, did. But like I said, but like I said, but like I said, Zion canceled it. We usually said cancel. We would see it again. So like I said, Zion cancels each other out. LeBron and Kawhi. That's that's a, an equal matchup. Kawhi's got it over LeBron on defense. But as far as offensive-wise, um, it's an equal matchup. Uh, and then, like I said, Giannis. Who's taking on Giannis? Please tell me we're going to have Rudy Gobert against, against Giannis and it's going to be an equal matchup and Rudy Gobert's going to take over. I'm waiting, I'm waiting here to blasphemy. Yo. I'm waiting here to blasphemous. I'm here waiting Rudy here to Gobert blasphemous. Rudy Gobert is a premier rim protector. He's a premier and, rim okay. protector. He is that, a rim that protector. That title You're doesn't come lightly. Right. You're absolutely. He is a rim look, protector. Look, but guess what? Giannis look, is Giannis, an offensive, unstoppable weapon, bro. Especially when if Giannis, I paired him up with was first of all, come on, man. First of all, Giannis still can't shoot. Giannis still can't shoot. So I don't need Giannis. To you shoot. have to rely I don't, on him. I don't need Giannis to shoot. Because guess what? Because guess what? You do need him to shoot. I do not. You know why you need him to shoot? Why? Why? You know why you why? need him to Please shoot? Because the only other two shooters you have left is John Morant and, and, and Kyle Lowry. That's Kyle, not going to happen for you. And, and, That's and not going to work. And I got LeBron to shoot. And first of all, well, that's not going to work. If you if you want if you if you want to no take spacing it there, on your team, it doesn't need spacing because guess what? No John ja Morant and LeBron are going to create their own space, especially with Giannis down low in the center. There's no way, bro. There is no we, spacing. Have, on my team, team has your size team is over crowded. Yours. My team Everybody's has size playing over inside. Yep. First of all, not everyone every, no. is playing inside. No. First the of all, too, if you want to talk about perimeter, you can you have two perimeter shooters with LeBron and Kyle Lowry. So what are you talking about? Ja could either go LeBron outside is the not perimeter. that great of a perimeter shooter. I didn't say he he's was a, a great better three point shooter. I did not say he was a he's he was a the better best three point, three point shooter. shooter. I, but he is he he can hit from the perimeter. And for you to even doubt that and to think that Kawhi is going to shut him down for a straight seven games is absolutely hilarious. Kawhi is not happening. Kawhi could do that in his sleep. Not happening. Kawhi could do that. Just in his because, seat, ju- right? just just because listen, he did it years all, ago, he didn't do we it. Haven't, he didn't we win, haven't. Did he even win the championship? The, no, it didn't happen. And so that's all I gotta say about first that. First of all, he did. First when, of all, when, he did. When, when he, they, he did, it to they did lose. They did lose the first ring against against Miami, but they came uh, right back the next year and won that. They and, came and, right okay, back next year okay. and won that. The ne- the and then of course last season, you saw what he did to the Warriors. You saw what he did. LeBron's to, not on the Warriors. You saw what he did to Giannis last year. LeBron's not on the Warriors. You saw what he did to Giannis last year. You saw what he did to Embiid last year. <sighs> Kawhi Leonard is a heart crusher. Getting he on, has no get, fear. Getting, getting he's an Android. He's Android. He's Super Seventeen. 
He is Super 17 and to basketball. Super 17 has been beat. That's how so, good Kawhi Leonard is. Super 17 he has been He is Super beat, 17 so. the basketball That was version. the wrong choice Kawhi if you were going to go anime. That was the wrong choice because Super that 17 is, has been That beat. is the accurate description. He's, he's look, LeBron, I respect him. I respect his resume. I respect his ability to pass the basketball. I respect his ability to, to carry a team. You just tried to disrespect his perimeter shooting. You just but tried to disrespect his perimeter I, shooting. He's not that great of a perimeter shooter. He's an okay perimeter shooter now in his career. Like LeBron. Now, now in his now in his career. Guy. Now in his career. But yes, are we talking about career, are we can, talking about are we talking up. about years ago? Are we talking about today? If they were going up today, I'm what talking are you saying? about now. He's we're talking better, about right now. And let me tell you, Kawhi. Okay, so not my point has been proven. My my Kawhi is not having any of that. Kawhi Kawhi is not okay. Face LeBron. So he would laugh in the face of LeBron. So so let me let me. Let me, let me hear his laugh. Let me hear this. Let me hear this. Let me hear this. LeBron will be like, I'm going to pull up. Uh, let me hear this. It's What's over. your defense? It's what over. is your defense, bro? Where's your D? The only D mean? you got is Kawhi and Gobert, bro. Nobody else is playing D on your team. You tripping. You tripping. Who else playing you think, D? You think Kemba is going to let John Morant cook him? You That's going to happen. Are you Walker kidding me? Oh, let John Morant cook him. Bro, Kemba Walker is not going to let John Morant check him, bro. It doesn't matter. You're absolutely matter. right. It, You're absolutely right. Because you know why? Because Kemba's probably not even, not even going to see that much action because LeBron and Giannis is going to do all the work. And my team is going to demolish your team, bro. But on, on bro, the real though, Kyle, no, Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry can be a good substitute for a shooting guard. If you think about it, he, like, you, he can give you the effort and he's he's not a bad shooter. Damian Lillard is going to cook him, bro. That's not even the question, though. Damian Lillard is not going to be... You started saying Damian's going to be shooting your whole game? Damian's going to be shooting for you the whole game. He's not. He doesn't need to shoot for me the whole game. My point exactly. When it comes, when it comes to a point where he's gonna need to, bro, he's gonna take Kyle Lowry off the dribble every time, bro. bro. He's gonna get him with the step back every time, bro. And and you know I mean, what? okay, I get it. Look, I get, I get your five. I'm not gonna lie. The backcourt of John Morant and Kyle Lowry is pretty solid. I mean, if they was on the team together, they'd be damn good. But going up against Kemba and Lillard, bro, is just not gonna happen, bro. Right. I mean, now, your if argument you're, with if, LeBron if, if, and Giannis. If you're, talking, if you're talking, if you're talking about straight off the the skill of the position itself, then yes. But what I'm talking about is straight pure athleticism. My team versus your team. My, your team is getting washed, bro. I'm telling you. You know what? Look, man, with that, look, man, with that, it's that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. But you, you know what? Go ahead. You, you're right. Our time is up. Um, you know, break it down, break it down, and everybody that's listening, of course. You know we're gonna post the we're gonna post the uh the list of uh, names. You guys pick your own teams as well. Let us know what you guys come up with. Yeah, that's right. Go ahead and post your teams and uh, keep it going. We'll, we want to see what teams y'all come up with, and uh, we look forward to the next episode. We out. <laughs>